All right. Welcome back, everybody. My name's Austin. We have three major stories today, some breaking news that just happened involving the U.S. government and cryptocurrency, non-fungible tokens, huge trend into 2021, going parabolic, news involving the CIA, the NASDAQ, the hottest DeFi altcoins, making news. So like always, let's jump in with our top story of the day. U.S. banking regulators authorize federal banks to officially hold reserves for stablecoins. I think you can see the plumbing being put into place here from a government level. Per a letter from the U.S. Office of the Comptroller of the Currency released on Monday, national banks will be free to hold reserve currencies for stablecoins. And I always like to double-check my sources. Here is that exact letter. Let's pull a few passages, starting with, the new guidance reads, we conclude that a national bank may hold such stablecoin reserves as a service to bank customers. They are encouraging banks to set this service up at a national level. Alongside the announcement, acting comptroller of the currency, who used to work at Coinbase, Brian Brooks, noted that stablecoin services are already a part of many bank activities in a direct quote, national banks and federal savings associations currently engage in stablecoin related activities involving billions of dollars each day. And this is important because this letter isn't really giving them permission for anything new. It's just sort of clarifying the legal ambiguity, the uncertainty in stablecoins thus far the Office of the Comptroller of the Currency is saying, hey, national banks, set up this service. We recommend it. In the bottom of the page, this letter responds to the questions regarding the application of stablecoin-related bank activities. It concludes national banks and federal savings associations may hold reserves on behalf of the customers who issue stablecoins. So this is happening. And one specification is, the letter does, however, say that for now, this will only apply to stablecoins backed one-to-one -one with another currency, like maybe a national dollar, meaning that tokens dependent on a basket of currencies, like some versions of Libra that were talked about, are right now excluded, at least at a national bank level. This is big, potentially, because what this means to you as a Bitcoin holder is the adoption of stablecoins could be potentially one of the catalysts for mass adoption. This will put a digital cryptocurrency wallet on the phone in the hands of every major company in the US, every major customer of banks in the US. And if over the next one to three years, everybody suddenly has a cryptocurrency wallet, that is a huge barrier to entry. It's taken down to hold Bitcoin. Let me know what you think down below in the comment section. Next piece of news, another trend going into 2021, non-fungible digital art going parabolic, attracting Morgan Creek execs. So check this out. Major players in the crypto community are betting big on digital art NFTs, non-fungible tokens, surpassing the physical art market, which would obviously be big for certain cryptocurrencies. But first off, who are these top execs talking about this? Now, this activity of NFT, the volume taking place, has caught the attention of investors seeing potential in them. For example, friend of the channel and Morgan Creek Digital co-founder Anthony Pompliano 
and Jason Williams have reportedly, according to what they tweeted out, made big bets by partnering with a number of digital artists. Like this. Check out this comparison. Similar to how Bitcoin is superior to gold in almost every way, digital art is superior to traditional art in almost every way also, said Pompliano in his recent newsletter. This transition to a digital art world is not a question of if it will happen, but rather when. I personally believe that the digital art market cap will grow to become larger than the physical art market cap. Now, what is traditional art's market cap? Well, traditional art has a market cap of roughly $65 billion for the last few years and has outperformed the S&P 500, traditional art, by over 180%. Pompliano said that he was confident we would see a 6,000% increase in the digital art market cap, which he estimates is currently at $10 million. So this number isn't out of nowhere. He's saying that if they are to surpass traditional arts market cap, then what is now 10 million, he sees as eventually passing 65 billion. What do you think? There are many options right now. I, we see tons of people, just like DeFi is sort of the wild, wild west. NFTs are sort of wild, wild west. So comment down below which NFT marketplaces or cryptocurrencies you like. What are you using right now? Okay, next piece of cryptocurrency ETF news. A NASDAQ and an SEC registered fund manager to launch the first ever cryptocurrency ETF. Check this out. The first exchange traded fund ETF to broadly track the digital asset market has been accepted to list on the Bermuda Stock Exchange BSX. So it's not the U.S. stock exchange, although it is a NASDAQ, uh, an SEC-registered fund manager, but it's something. The ETF is the brainchild of Hashdex, a Brazilian-based fund manager that has been registered with the SEC Securities and Exchange Commission since 2018. So fully compliant, which I like. But why is this important? What is the significance? Why are people waiting for a cryptocurrency ETF? Well, an ETF is a basket of different assets bundled together and traded as a single traditional instrument. The development of such a product for crypto is considered bullish as it makes the asset class more accessible to mainstream investors. Which cryptocurrencies will be featured in this basket, this ETF? Well, its composition right now is still under wraps. But just know, a total of 3 million shares are available via private placement at $1,000 apiece. And at this time, the initial announcement, 10 shares have been sold thus far. So it's a baby step. And many companies have been trying to get one of these for the United States. Right now we got one from Bermuda. The SEC is the main thing stopping this in the United States right now. Because they said, among other things, Bitcoin right now is too volatile, too manipulated. But we'll see. I'll keep you updated. Okay, next piece of news. Warning! The CIA's new research lab is about to study blockchain. Game over. They found us. But seriously, what's the news? CIA Labs, which is a research firm, development firm, their website said that the lab will now research distributed ledger slash blockchain-enabled technologies along with other tech stacks, including wireless telecommunications, quantum computing, artificial intelligence, and data analytics, to name a few. 
So now this is in their basket, so to speak, of technology that they want to understand more about. If this wasn't important, they wouldn't be researching it. And they want developers to come to them. This will give the CIA a useful incentive to woo tech talent that might otherwise turn to private companies and Silicon Valley giants. So they're saying, hey, don't go to Ethereum's consensus or Google's blockchain study. We want the best talent to study blockchain here. Next piece of news for Elastos. Elastos has now released a DeFi roadmap following its Chainlink integration. So they are partnered up. Just a little reminder of what Elastos is. Founded by OS expert Rong Chen, used to work at Microsoft China, Elastos is building the blockchain industry's most comprehensive and interoperable open-sourced platform. So it's aiming to be a decentralized internet, and it uses a hybrid consensus that combines the secure hash power of Bitcoin and the democratic ideals of delegated proof-of-stake, and it's aiming to be a blockchain that secures data storage services for you and a decentralized ID system for all digital assets. So it's available, they integrated with Chainlink, and now they have a DeFi roadmap, right? We're seeing all these altcoin projects lean into DeFi. And when we say a DeFi roadmap, it probably means lending and borrowing. Initially commencing in August, the Chainlink integration will introduce an ELA, Elastos, and USD price reference data feed for the purpose of conducting collateralized checks on Elastos's upcoming cross-chain stablecoin protocol. So check this out. This is their DeFi toolkit. They had the Chainlink integration. This month, they're doing an ERC-20 to Elastos bridge so they can communicate with Ethereum. And then in December of this year, an Elastos money market, much like Compound, much like other DeFi cryptocurrencies, Elastos is opening up a money market on their blockchain. Okay, that is the video. My name's Austin. See you tomorrow.